0: All right, good evening, everybody, or it's evening where Kristen and I are. Uh, I've learned that a lot of people watch us all over the world where it's morning. So for those of you guys turning in at what I'm told is 530 in the morning in some places, good morning to all of you. I hope you guys have a great day. And for everyone else, I hope you've had a great day and are having a great week. Before we get to the prayers tonight, I just want to talk about identifying the voice of God. This is really important. And I say identifying and not hearing because I'd be willing to bet that you and most believers already hear the voice of God, and you just can't distinguish it from all the other thoughts in your head. And this is key, because I think so many people think that hearing from God is something reserved for Old Testament prophets, and if they don't hear some audible voice, they think God isn't talking to them, right? But we're not generally talking about an audible voice here but rather a feeling deep inside, a thought mixed in with all the others. The Bible tells us time and again about the importance of listening to God and hearing him. So this is for everybody, not just Moses and Samuel and Elijah and all the other prophets. In fact, I did a sermon on hearing the voice of God before, and I said that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. That's straight out of the Bible. And you should go listen to that episode if you haven't. But it's not enough to hear God's voice if you've got a bunch of other voices and thoughts that are clouding your brain trying to tell you what to do. So how do you know which thought is from God and which ones aren't, all right? I mention this because I heard someone call into Joyce Myers' show the other day, and they're trying to make this major life decision, as many of us often are, and they can't figure out which thought is God's will and which one isn't, or which ones aren't, I should say. And they said, Joyce, how do I know which is God's voice? And Joyce's answer, and I love Joyce Myers, but her answer was, well, I don't know that you can really know. You just kind of have to figure it out through trial and error and through life experience. And I'm sorry, with all respect, that's just not a satisfying answer to me. Look, this actually isn't hard. The easiest way to distinguish God's voice is process of elimination. Identify which thoughts aren't God's voice, which anybody should be able to do, and eliminate those. Let me give an example, Okay. I'm in the market for a new car right now. My lease is expiring and I'm looking around and there's a whole range of cars that anybody can buy. And every now and then I'll look at cars that are way too expensive for me and I'll say, "Oh man, you know, maybe I should get that car." I mean, I would look really good in that car or you know, that 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 car is really fast. I'd have a really great time driving that around. And you'd be surprised how quickly you can rationalize bad decisions. Well, you know this one car? That's only ten thousand dollars more than more than my budget, and that's not that much, especially if you spread it over seven years. And and then once you once you've kind of come to that level, then you start saying, oh yeah, but you know what? This other one here is only ten thousand more than that car. And before you know it, you're thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars above budget, and saying silly things like, well, you know, gee, this Lamborghini is only two thousand dollars a month to lease. I have two thousand dollars, of course, you know, not for my car budget alone, but you can get yourself into into some really bad decisions this way, okay? Before you know it, you're spending all your money on a car and you have nothing for your mortgage. And of course, that's not the voice of God telling me to do that. That's the voice of greed, of lust, of pride, of ego, of gluttony even. And we should all be able to recognize it as that. It's pretty obvious, right? Right. If you're married and all of a sudden something inside you is telling you that you're really actually more attracted to your secretary and that you should leave your wife for her because you'll be happier, that's not the voice of God. Again, that's the voice of lust, of self-destruction, and frankly, stupidity, okay? If someone's hurt you and you're thinking about ways to get back at them or check this out, even if you're just driven to success to show them that you're better than them or that they were wrong about you, that's the voice of vengeance. That's the voice of anger. Seriously. And if you're using that to motivate you, that's going to cause you to make a lot of wrong turns. God's goal for your life is not to get back at other people one way or the other. It's for you to follow the path that he has for you. And you have to be able to listen to his voice, not your own frankly fleshly motivations in order to do that if you find yourself motivated by money beyond what you really need to live comfortably that's probably greed at least if it's if it's causing you to do something you otherwise wouldn't do all right if you feel like you should be doing something taking a chance getting outside of your comfort zone but you feel anxious or nervous that's probably not god because god doesn't operate in terms of fear the bible says ours is not a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind So the really easy way to figure this out is simply to eliminate thoughts that are coming from a bad place. You might consider even the seven deadly sins and ask, are any of these motivating what I'm hearing right now? Now, just to be clear, the Bible doesn't actually list seven deadly sins. All sins are deadly, but there's a broad consensus that that there are seven that that really compromise one's judgment and compromise one's destiny and that many other sins come out of anyway. And the seven would be pride. Envy, gluttony, greed, lust, sloth, and wrathfulness, okay? And I would add to that even fear. The Bible in Revelations, by the way, says fear is a sin. We all know what these voices sound like already, right? So if any of those are motivating you, that's not God, and what's left over probably is. So hearing God's voice is oftentimes simply a matter of recognizing what those other voices are and ignoring those and seeing what's left. Remember, God is going to be the most quiet of all the voices. The Bible describes God's voice as being still and silent. He does that on purpose. It's very deliberate. It's a whisper because what he wants more than anything else is intimacy with you. And you don't get intimacy by shouting. You get it by whispering because that forces you to draw close, okay? And when you draw close to God, he'll draw near to you. So all you got to do is get rid of all those other shouting voices, figure out which ones are obviously not from God, and when you do that, you'll hear God's voice, maybe not loud and clear, but clear enough nonetheless. And that's my message for you tonight.
1: Jordan, 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 I love, love, love this message. I mean, I love all of them, but I just think it's so good because... um you know, hearing the voice of God is the basis of everything and every decision we make and every wise decision we make. And so often we make it so complicated and that's so simple. And the, the examples you gave, it, it might seem, well, yeah, of course you, you're you not going to, you know, mm-hmm. run off with the secretary. However, however, it's the same principle. And so those are great examples because sometimes we rationalize other things that may seem uh, gray areas. And if we Really take control of that and and listen in and tune in, like right. in Kings, where it talks about His voice was in the gentle whisper, not in the fire, not in the earthquake. Right. And you know the enemy's voice rushes us, and God's voice gives us peace and stillness.
0: Right. And I would add one more thing to that. And of course, you know, we can't compress everything into one sermon. But the other thing, the other sermon I would listen to is the one that says, "Don't mistake nice coincidences." For God's voice. Okay. Yes. Don't think that just because a, a door opens up and it looks like everything you've always wanted, that's necessarily God's voice. There's no substitute for getting into the word, getting into prayer and listening for God's voice and excluding all these other voices. Because I've seen plenty of people walk through the wrong door that they were just so sure is what they, what God wanted them to do. And it just turned out to obviously not be that. So it's not just this message. Listen to the one about hearing specifically faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word and listen to the other one that says uh, that, that, you know, nice coincidences are not necessarily God's will for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The tug you, you can walk, see that everything looks okay on the outside, but if you still have that tug from the Holy spirit, It's more than just a feeling. You know the difference between fear. And and if you have that tug from the Holy Spirit, you know not to walk through that door. So, so, so good. So awesome. Well, I want to pray with everyone tonight. Um, And, you know, it's it's amazing because every day God shows us and reveals a new part of himself. And today, what I was thinking about when I woke up this morning was the extravagant love of God for you and I. And so that's kind of, uh, you know, the basis of what I want to pray tonight. And of course, we'll see where the Spirit takes us as we just kind of take a moment to just step into some deep prayer here for a second. Lord, I just want to thank you for your extravagant love. Extravagant means having no limit, no restraints on the resources used. And I think about how you... Love us without limits, God. That you just demonstrate your love every single day. You demonstrated your love in the most amazing way by dying on the cross. But you continue to show us the unsearchable things we do not know. You continue to lavish your extravagant love on us. How beautiful that is, Lord. By you and in you and through you, everything in the earth was made. Nothing was made that did not pass through your hands. Which means when we go through something, Lord, even when it's a hard trial, it has passed through your hands first, God, and you are holding on to us. The enemy, speaking of voices, the enemy has many different voices like we talked about. And fear is one. And I think there's a voice that is a part of each of these voices we talked about. And that's the feeling of being overwhelmed. And I feel like that's, that's what our brothers and sisters are facing a lot around this world. Feeling like there's not enough time, there's not enough resources, there's not enough, not enough, not enough, not enough, Lord. Lord, sometimes it's so hard to see through the fog, to see your, your peace in the situation, to see that you are enough, that you are multiplying everything. Lord, just like the prayer of Jabez, enlarge our territories, Lord. Give us the more, the more, the more, the abundance. Life, give us life, Lord. Let us latch on to the life you have for us, God. The enemy speaks nothing but death, but you speak life, and in you we have life, Lord. You are the light, and you are the life. God, so I just ask every person tonight who feels overwhelmed, overwhelmed by sickness, overwhelmed by finances, overwhelmed by just things they have to get done, overwhelmed with fear, overwhelmed with just Feelings, overwhelmed with loneliness, there's a lot of things that can overwhelm. God, I pray that you instead will replace that with the, the, your sons and daughters being overwhelmed by your extravagant love. God, we praise you, we honor you. God, I know that you want your sons and daughters to know how much you love them how much you care for them. It's a very simple thing, but it's a very profound thing. Lord, there's nothing that can separate us from your great love. No angels or demons or height or depth. Nothing, God. Nothing. And nothing means nothing. God, would you just overwhelm us with your presence, God? and wash away everything that that has stuck on us god everything we've allowed into our lives that is not of you anything we've allowed to overwhelm us anything that we're underneath as a heavy burden would you just take your blood and wash that off of us god would you just would you just be a, a mighty rushing wind a mighty flood of your blood and love god for us and just wash that and cleanse us all the dirt from this world that is on us, God. I just picture you, like, like on a hot summer day, Lord. If we've got all this dirt on us from the, this world, from the enemy and the thoughts and the bad, toxic thoughts, God, then you would just take, just take your water, your holy water, God, and just clean us so pristine, so clear, so so beautiful. Just wash us in your blood. Just wash us in your light and in, in your life, God. And just get all of that off of us so that all we see is your love for us. All we see is your future for us. All we see is your hope. All we see is your healing. All we see is your anointing. All we see is your provision. All we see is your protection. All we see is your faith. All we see is your amazing, amazing passion, God. All we see is your gentleness and your holiness, God. All we see is your presence, God. All we see is your intimacy, God. All we see is you, God. All we see is your joy, God. All we see is is what you are, Lord. All we see is your faithfulness. All we see is your truth, God. All we see is you, God. Help us to all just see you, God. We, We just pray against anything that is not of you. In Jesus' name, wash us in you, Lord. Wash us in your blood. Make us white as snow and make us just what you want us to be, overwhelmed by your glory and feel the weight of your glory, Lord. We cast all our burdens on you for you care for us, God. And we wait upon you and we will not be disappointed. We will not be turned away. We just sit at your feet, your beautiful feet, your beautiful hands that have the scar that show what you went through for us. And we just sit at your feet put our head in your lap and just come before you and just listen to you, Jesus, and just feel your extravagant love for us. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Another wonderful job. Excellent, 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 excellent job. Good job. Thank you. So Thank proud you. of you.
1: Oh, I'm proud of you too.
0: All right. Let's get right into the uh, prayer request for everybody. Hey, let me start out though with the praise report. So you guys know we've been praying for this guy, Ricardo, who was injured in a pretty bad fall and he was in a coma and everything. And we got a pretty good report on his health today. He's starting to show signs. He's able to breathe on his own. They're getting him off a ventilator. Great. Uh, he's starting to you know react to, to various stimuli. So we're happy about that. But you know, we don't accept partial miracles here and he's got a long way to go. But but, you know, we know God's arm is not too short for him. So, Father God, we just thank you for Ricardo and for his life. And I'm going to say one other thing, God. I know that Jessica has been through a lot, her cousin, or Ricardo's cousin. And um, her faith has not waned. That you put, She put her faith in you when her father was sick and he passed away. She put her faith in you for other family members, one of whom recently passed away. And she puts her faith in you now. And, God, I... Just feel like you just want to reward her faith. And so I pray that you do that, God. Pray that you do that and, and bring Ricardo back to his family in full health in Jesus' name. All right. Kristen, why don't you pray for Tezgu who writes, please pray for my kid, Selena, who has a demon. There you go. Nice, easy one for you to start off with.
1: That's right. Nice All right.
0: softball toss there. There you go.
1: All right. So Selena is the is the Is the child, yeah. Okay. Well, in Jesus' name, we do not say that he has a demon. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, whatever is trying to oppress this child, if he's a believer, it could only be oppression. If he's not a believer, it can be possession. But either way, either way, we believe your truth, Lord. So if he needs to accept Christ, we pray that he accepts Christ as his Lord and Savior. And if he's done that, and when he does that, Lord, we just pray that this, we just pray against the spiritual darkness. I feel like it's a a, um, a self-destructive demon. I feel like it's a, a suicidal, self-destructive demon. So in Jesus' name, we just we just come against that. And that demon, I just pray against that demon for this whole world. I am frankly... Like Jesus was in the temple where he overturned the tables and had righteous anger. I have righteous anger against that demon and all of his minions. In Jesus' name, you cannot have any more, any more dominion and territory. In Jesus' name, the church is rising up. People are rising up. And we will overcome for Jesus has overcome the world. And so we pray against this in in Jesus' mighty name. And we have the power that's greater. Amen.
0: Amen. All right. I'm going to do three requests at once. I normally don't do this, but there's three that are very similar, and I feel like it's all the same thing, and, and we should just knock them all out. So Narissa says, please pray for me, a single mom of five children. I'm sick, and I'm worried that no one's going to look after my kids, or no one is looking after my kids. Thank you. She says, by faith, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Then Barbara says something very similar. She says, please pray for me. I'm a single parent without any job right now. Pray that I can have a job. Thanks. And God bless you. And then one of our friends, Fernando, who's a regular for our show, and there's this picture there and he's got the Trump banner, says, Fernando says, my favorite people. Oh, what a nice thing. Oh, God bless you both. A prayer please for my friend, Wendy Chung, who has breast cancer. Please. She has three children. The youngest is seven months. So I feel like just we just have a bunch of single mothers right now who are being attacked. Mm. I got to tell you, yeah. when I read Narissa's, and this is for all you guys, the first thing that occurred to me was that I, I thought of the woman who has the issue of blood, and mm. and she just reached for the hem of Jesus's garment, and he felt the power go out of him, and yeah. he said, "Who is that?" And she said, "It was me." And he and he she was a Gentile; she wasn't a Jew. And and Jesus said, "You know, I haven't come for the Gentiles just yet. I've come for the Jews." And she said, he, and he actually, he calls her a dog, believe it or not. And she says, yes, sir, but even the dogs eat the scraps from the master's table. And he says, such faith as this, I haven't seen in all of Israel. And the faith part of it is understanding that just the smallest scrap of Jesus is enough for total healing. Mm. Okay. And so I'm asking you guys, Narissa and Barbara and uh, Wendy. Wendy, just reach for that small piece of Jesus' garment. Just reach for his hem. Mm. In Jesus' name, we pray total healing on all three of you whether it's bodily healing in, in the case of, of Wendy and Nerissa, or whether it's financial healing in the case of Barbara, okay? We also pray that God acts as a husband to the, to the husbandless and a father to the fatherless, yes, that Jesus. all of you guys are worried about your kids, okay? In Jesus' name, we pray that God will raise those children for you, with you and for you. OK, that he will he will be a substitute father for them. He is ultimately your father. But also, God, I pray in Jesus name that if it's your will for these women to be married, that you take care of that situation as well and bring them men who will treat them right and who will love their children as their own children. Father God, I speak directly to whatever illness Nerissa is suffering from. And I rebuke it and I order it out of her body so that yes, she can be Jesus. fully healthy. I speak against his breast cancer that Wendy Has I order that thing to be just removed and just to shrivel up and just die and for her to be perfectly healthy. Yes. And for Barbara, I I pray that she has blessings and increase. I pray that none of these children grow up in orphanages, that none of these people lose their homes, that all of these kids grow up loved fully by their healthy and provided for mothers, and they grow up to be just uh, and grow up to do great works for the kingdom. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Kristen, here's one for you. Person's name is Favor. Favor from Nigeria says, please pray for my husband, Mr. Oliver Demian, who has broken his spinal cord, his hips and his hands for more than a year now with no improvement, no drugs, no medication, no assistance. I believe in God and I believe through your prayers, God will grant Oliver his mercy and heal him. Thanks. Mm,
1: Yes, Lord. We pray that Oliver's entire body would take on the healing of Christ, would take on that which you have gone to the cross for, him, him personally, Lord, his His body that you went to the cross for, for healing. If Oliver was the only person, you would care for him in his body, Lord. And you have a plan. It is not a time to to just... For all of these, the, the prayer requests before about the healing, Lord, I pray that fear would not take root, God, but your faith. I just pray for the, his entire body to line up with the will of God and, and for things to just start moving into place and for doctors to be shaking their heads, people to be shaking their heads in amazement of what you have done, God. God, it, it's an enduring faith, an enduring prayer, and just because some time has gone by does not mean that you don't have the healing. So I just pray for healing in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. All right, good prayer. All right, so Suzanne says, please pray for my stomach, my throat, and my eyes. And Jane just says she, she's praying for a healing. So I'm going to pray for healing for both these people. Suzanne, starting with you. In Jesus' name, I pray for your stomach, that, you're, that it conforms, all of your body parts, conform to the perfect will of God, that your stomach is able to digest, that your throat, I had throat problems too for a while, that your throat is able to swallow, that it's got no sores or anything like that, and that your eyes, that you have good vision and no infections. The Bible says that Jesus bore our sicknesses and our infirmities. You need to just receive his healing and speak to your body and just don't accept any of this. We don't even accept partial healing for you, Suzanne. We just totally re- totally rebuke this sickness and we order it totally healed. And Jane, for you, whatever you want for your healing, same thing goes. That, you know, what Kristen just said, if you were the only person who needed healing, if you're the only person who needed, who needed saving, Jesus would have died for you. He loves you that much. And so, God, just as you bore all of our sicknesses and our infirmities, so you bore it for Jane also. We pray total healing for her. And guys, listen, I can't emphasize this enough. You know, if you're not taking communion and taking it regularly, it's something you should get into. In fact, Kristen, I think maybe t- uh, tomorrow night's message will be about that because I think oh, communion is something that there's like a lot of mystique too, and people think you have to go into a church and the priest has to hand you a wafer and everything, and it's not like that at all. So I think tomorrow night, guys, because I've been telling you, you got to learn about communion. We're going to do that tomorrow uh, in, in in tomorrow's episode. But anyway, getting back, Suzanne and Jane, that's my recommendation for you. Just Really, get into communion with God. Get yourself a cracker and get yourself uh, something to represent the blood of Christ and just receive the body and the blood of Christ in Jesus' name. All right. Uh, Kristen Jones says, good evening. Please pray for her finan- for financial blessings and pray for this coming crusade after COVID-19.
1: Oh, well, yes. We pray for the, the floodgates to open for your finances, um, Joan, personally, um, as you receive what God has for you in this crusade. We do pray for revival. Um, I'm not sure what what country you're in, but I just just see wherever it is, I just see this whole vision of people just coming in droves and droves and droves of people. And um, I don't know if you're in the Philippines or where you are, but it's just beautiful. So God, we pray that nothing would stop that. And when nothing would stop that work. You know, right now, gathering in, cr- in crowds isn't really possible. But we know, God, that you have an amazing work. So whether that's, however that crusade is going to happen, God, we pray for many, many souls to come into the kingdom. And it's just to multiply and multiply and cause a great revival. And the finances to just, just be let loose from heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: All right. Linus says, He prays for fire of revival to the church and for God to help him fulfill his destiny. Incidentally, someone named For His Glory also says, pray for our ministry and for my parents. And Razak says, please pray for my church. So I'm going to do all three of these at once. God, I ask that you hear the prayers of Linus for this person named For His Glory, which is a great name, and for Razak, that their churches just be... uh, Just places where people go for healing, where people go just to be filled up, where they get good teaching, that performs great works. For Linus in particular, I pray that the fire of revival, not just for his church, but for him too, and that you help him fulfill his destiny, keep his path straight. For Razak, I pray for his church as well, and that he becomes a leader in it. And for, for his glory, I pray for his ministry work in particular, and for that of his parents, that it's very fruitful, that they bring many souls to Christ and heal many hearts and many wounds. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Let's see. Kristen Diane Fung says, I'm seeking prayer for my family. We feel the enemies are taking over us.
1: Hmm. Well, Diane, I know that sometimes that feeling I was talking about, feeling overwhelmed. It's just a mirage that the enemy wants you to feel. You need to know that God has never left your side and he never will. And you need to combat that with praise and prayer. I'm going to pray for you, but you need to pray and and praise. um, Because Mm -hmm. the enemy can't be around to hear praise. And he can't be around to hear prayer. And if you have a heavenly language, I would say pray in your heavenly language because he can't understand that either. So in Jesus' name, we pray against all the things that are coming against Diane and her family. In Jesus' name, we just pray your tidal wave of protection and provision, God, and for her and her whole family to feel, to feel your, your presence so strongly, God, for you to open doors and, and break down walls and, and, and go, go in places, Lord, that, and, and go deep in, in that entire family and, and cut off generational curses and find your generational blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. All
0: right. Good job. Kabiki Fahad says, I have an orphanage project, but I don't have sports. Okay. Uh, Well, look, sports or not, in Jesus' name, I pray for your orphanage project. I pray that many people, many children find a home there and they they get a good education and they're raised well. I pray that God fills all the needs of that orphanage project. That it has all the money it needs, and that the right people come to it at the right time. But I also pray, Father God, that a lot of the people, a lot of the children who the enemy has destined for an orphanage right now, will instead find that their families aren't broken, that their that their parents survive or their marriages survive, that the kids aren't abandoned, and that the orphanages aren't even needed. Just like today, in hot, you know, in in America, we're celebrating. So many hospital beds, fewer and fewer hospital beds are needed for this coronavirus. We're celebrating the empty hospital beds, God. I want to celebrate the empty orphanages as fewer and fewer children actually wind up needing them and more and more mm. of them stay home with parents and, and families that aren't broken in Jesus' name. But and, that, and that's not to at all besmirch what Kebeki Fahad's doing here. Praise God that he's put it on his heart. But, you know, th- just like we pray, we pray for an end to domestic violence, okay, But we're also very grateful for the people who run the women's shelter. So it's the same idea. All right. Raj says, wow, powerful word of God. Thank you very much. Someone named Amari Amari says, good morning, by the grace of God. I'm requesting Hazel Fernandez from the Philippines. So praying for that person. Because this July 1st, she's giving birth and she wants... The child to be born normally and everything to be fine by the awesome power of God. Amen and amen. So, Kristen, if you could pray for this uh, Hazel Frances' uh, unborn baby to have a, a complication free birth.
1: Yes, Lord. We pray for Hazel and her entire family and, and her unborn baby, Lord. We know that you have plans for this child, God, that no child comes into this world by accident, Lord, but each child is handcrafted by you. And we are formed in our mother's womb, Lord. you have formed us. you have have um, done that. I, I love the words of Jeremiah. So we know you are are forming and crafting this baby and you have a, a and you're just as much crafting a beautiful future for her, him or her. So we just pray for for the health and uh, of the child and the mother. and we just pray for a, a wonderful delivery process. and we just pray that that your plans, and we know they will succeed in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Dave Archuleta says, pray for my, due, my two dear friends who are engaged but are troubled by strife. They need deliverance and God's peace. Thank you. Well, Father God, whatever is going on with those people, we pray for their relationship. We pray We pray against the strife. If it's your will for them to be married, God, we pray that you totally rebuke the enemy's plans. Okay. Um God, whatever the problem is, if it's financial, rebuke that. But God, I, I don't know. I, I, sometimes I'm not really, I'm not really sure here what the, what the strife is, and so I'm having a bit of difficulty. But it says they need deliverance, and that's kind of what's sticking out to me. Mm. So God, we know that you ultimately deliver people, whatever it is they're going through. If it's health related, if it's financial, if it's all of the above or none of the above, you know what the answer is. So God, we just pray for deliverance for them. And we pray also that Dave R. Shaletta here, who's asking for prayer for them, becomes basically a prayer leader for them, a spiritual leader for them, and helps to lead them to the Lord if they don't know the Lord. And if they do to help that the three of them are able to just lead each other deeper into your into your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, here we go, Kristen. This is someone we prayed for the other night. Vanji Rabin, you'll remember this, says, hello, thanks for praying for my husband, Peter Rabin. Glory to God. He's opening his eyes and moving his shoulders a bit. He was the guy he was, I think, in the United Kingdom who was on a ventilator. Yes.
1: Praise God.
0: Today, doctors tried to transfer his tube ventilation into his throat. Uh, Please pray for that and his complete healing now in Jesus name. Well, God, again, we don't accept partial healings here. You didn't. This guy's been in the hospital, if I remember correctly, I think 31 days or something like that.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: God, you didn't bring him this far to let him go. Your arm can reach him. So God, in Jesus name, we pray that he will be able to breathe uh, without aid of that ventilation. Okay, you know, right now we're seeing small movements in his shoulders and and his eyes opening. But God, I I just pray that very quickly you're going to see major movements and you're going to see a major um, restoration of, of all of his bodily functions. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Sorry if I hog. I think I took yours accidentally.
1: That's right. fine.
0: That's fine. Whatever. I was, just, I was rocking and rolling. All right. Here you can Please have this one.
1: Keep win. rocking and rolling.
0: Sonia <laughs> Kale says, Life got harder. I'm exhausted. Please pray for me. My family is treating me like I'm nothing. I'm sad. I have no work. I have no income and no financial help. I'm scared. Go ahead. Oh, and well, she's overwhelmed. Uh, Sonia. She says. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sonia, I don't know if you heard the beginning of this and when Jordan was talking about the voice. Blue-
0: Uh Did we lose Kristen there? All right. I think we seem to have...
1: I believe that prayer was just for you. And I just pray, first of all, that you know how loved you are by your creator, that you know how loved you are by your father, that you know how loved you are and how whole you are and how Jesus just puts his arms around you and takes off all that burden. Right now... I pray against any fear or anxiety or anything that's not of the Lord, but that you, would just, that you would just feel God. That's what I feel like you need now more than anything because I feel like if, if that is solved, then everything else is going to be solved. So I just pray that you would feel Jesus put his loving arms around you and, and draw you close to his heart and that you would just know that he's got a beautiful hope and a future for you that he's just not he's not abandoning you. You may feel overlooked by others, but you are handpicked by your heavenly father. And God wants to be your father. As Jordan said he wants to be your husband, he wants to be all those things. He wants to be your mother. He wants to be so much for you. I pray for restoration in your family. I pray for healing. I pray that God would heal your heart. He's close to the brokenhearted. I pray he would heal your heart and heal your finances and he would walk in in his way in jesus name
0: amen i don't know if you know Kristen, but we lost you for like the first five seconds there and now i see your hand okay so we lost you for like the first five seconds there uh, of your prayer when you're praying for sonia and uh so i don't think maybe we were able to hear it but you know that's probably just the enemy's way of of trying to discourage you and discourage sonia so anyway we got you know most of the prayer and i think um uh, I think it, I think it was very you powerful. And Sonya, you, yes, I can hear you. Hello. Yes, I can hear you, sweetie. All right. Well, uh, Kristen's having some technical difficulties here, so I'm going to have to kind of finish this this one up without her. I apologize, Kristen. Something happened. All right. I'll just finish up myself. So, Sonya. Anyway. You know, that was very important. And um, you're certainly always welcome to join us and send us a private message if you need anything. Okay, a couple more because uh, Kristen's going to want to know where I went. Halder uh, Lincoln says, Thanks to God. I joined it for five days. I'm an evangelist. And for now, we have some COVID 19 problems. So pray for my family and me. Many days I can't go to my workplace, it's sorrowful for me. And please pray for the USA elections. So, Halder, in Jesus' name, I pray you're able to get to your workplace. Uh, we pray that this COVID-19 doesn't affect you. I pray for your family. And I pray that y- you're just a great light in the workplace. And that many souls come to Christ through you. And as far as our elections, that's something Kristen and I pray for a lot. And we certainly pray in Jesus' name that God's will is done in the elections and that we have righteous leadership throughout the entire United States government. In Jesus' name. let see if Kristen's back yet. Oh boy. All right. I guess not. Rowena says, please pray for my mom for a fast recovery and complete healing. Half of her body is paralyzed. Father God, in Jesus name, one of the first miracles you performed was to heal paralyzed people. You told someone to pick up their mat and go. And Father God, I pray the same thing for Rowena's mom that the the half of her body that's paralyzed will be functioning totally normally, that you just fill her with the Holy Spirit and that she's able to function completely without any further complications. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, we have a bunch of people we have to pray for at the bottom of the screen. You'll see we had uh, some that we didn't get to tonight. So for Sahar, for Inamazit, for Clint, for Eunice and Catherine, we're keeping you guys in our prayers. Father God, for everybody who joined us tonight, in Jesus' name, we certainly pray for those people. We pray their needs are fully met. We pray you do great miracles for them, okay? We pray that these people, like I said, go from, go from being patients to, to being physicians, that uh, they go from people who need healing and who need, who need financial breakthrough and who need healing in their relationships to people who are able to, to minister to others in those things. We thank you for their faith. We thank you for their individual ministries. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, uh, Kristen's half of the, the program here is kind of cut out. I, I she's having tef- technical difficulties on her end, and I apologize for that. So I'm going to do the call to salvation real quick and then close out the show. Um, I apologize. Should I but, leave uh,
1: and come back in?
0: Oh, now she's talking to me through her Question watch. Question mark. It's all right. I'll just close that. Don't worry about it, guys. We'll we'll fix it and we'll be fine tomorrow night. All right, guys. Listen. So if you haven't heard the call to salvation, uh, I'll do it very quickly for you. Again, this is normally Kristen's part, but if you want to, if you want to come to Christ, this is all you have to do. Just just repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, welcome to the kingdom of God. Let me see if we got Kristen back here. Can you hear it, Kristen?
1: Oh, yay, something happened. I'm back. Yeah, can you hear us? Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah, you cut out for a while. I just did the call to salvation. You want to do it also real quick?
1: Sure, and I prayed for our friend Sonia, so she got doubly prayed for there.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: As we're praying, Okay, so dear Jesus, if, you, if you'd like to accept Jesus, please follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned, I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Definitely send us a message if you prayed that prayer. We want to know.
0: The enemy sure does enjoy his petty torments, doesn't he?
1: (laughs) Well, listen, just because I was silenced from the prayer on the on the stream does not mean God did not hear that prayer that I prayed. And so for praying for Sonia um, and all these other people on there, God heard it and that's all that matters.
0: (laughs) That's right. All right. So Sonia, we're keeping you in our prayers. Everybody who submitted a prayer request, uh, we certainly are keeping you in our prayers. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We apologize for the technical difficulties, but you know, the enemy just hates what we're doing here. And uh, Ah. so he's going to, Try to throw his stupid little darts every now and then. And we're just going to ignore them and, and, and move on. It's a good sign. So yes. guys, listen, thanks for joining us. Do me a favor. Please share the videos, share the page, invite your friends to like the page. Um, this is a ministry. We're here to help people. We don't ask for money, but we do ask that you just kind of, you know, help spread our messages. Okay, guys, thanks for joining us. Listen, we'll see you again tomorrow night at 730. I should say at 730 Eastern Standard Time in the United States, wherever that is, wherever you guys are. I have no idea because this is a global ministry and I, you know, we have people all over. But we'll be here at the same time again tomorrow night or morning, depending on where you are. In the meantime, uh, as always, be blessed and be a blessing.
1: Bye, everybody.
0: Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 8:45 on WMCA The Mission AM 570
1: and FM 102.3.